Extra Points is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, and because you get your winnings fast now. Winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code EXTRAPOINTS so they know I sent you. Let's do the show. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal, Coming to you on a Thursday morning. Mikey Meatballs is here. Spaghetti is in the air, flying to Hawaii. Whoa, big break, big Who's break. He must, he must think that Ranger series is over, Sheck. He's gone. He's gone I, in the air. That's all I can take from it. You gave me junk for going to the aquarium <laughs> during a Penguins playoff game. He's going to Hawaii. Unbelievable. How dare he? What kind of fan is this? I don't know. Well, we're going to talk hockey without him. We're going to see if we can do it. Although it's a lot more fun with him, I have to say, especially when we're talking about Truba throwing elbows and stuff like that. Uh, we have uh, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess, and you heard him right there. My dear, dear pal, Dave Damashek, and my other dear, dear pal, Martin Weiss. I do want to mention we won race to 10. It was me in the degenerate trifecta last night. We bet the Celtics to score 10 before the heat, which is not as important uh, as what was going on in the world. But I did put it out there that I'd match anyone's donation up to $1,000 to everytown.org concerned citizens who deal with gun violence. We did uh, even more than that. We ended up raising a few grand. So that's nice. Good job by all who donated and good job nice. by the Celtics who won another rock fight, Martin. Um, these are getting good. 93.80. I can't complain too much um, because I had Horford 15 plus points and I had the Celtics minus nine and a half. And those were both both pluses. And also, check. I think you mentioned on a podcast we're going to have none of this in like two weeks. So what are we going to do? I know. I, yes. Right. I can, I can get all wound up and complain about, uh, about the poor grade of basketball and yeah. Truba's elbow and so on and so forth, but we'll pine for it. Right. We will not, not that long from now. Right. I mean, uh, we're not going to have a game lot of baseball, night. but listen, I don't want to get doom and gloom about the world of sports. They serve as our nice distraction, obviously from the ugliness outside. Here's the good news. Here's a, here's a sunny way to look at things. Soon as these uh, playoffs are over, what's going to stop us from talking about pro football? I was going to say nothing. Nothing is is, is the football answer. Football better that. be in your next sentence there. Yeah. All right. But until then, ninety three eighty, Martin. I just see. I don't mind the mid ninety style game. You know, L- little bully ball in there. Um, and I actually do think a lot of these missed threes were contested. Whereas we've seen games in like the yeah, Dow, the more wide, wide open, open West, yeah. these guys, big six, eight, six, ten guys missing wide open shots. It wasn't that, but Jesus, 17 for 78, 17 for 78. I mean, three. it's so I'm sitting there watching the game and it's just remarkable. Like it, watching the Miami heat, who I've been championing for the last three weeks on this podcast, me and me and Dave, mm. you know, odd bedfellows, but here we are. Right. Well, they're banged up. I mean, no, that's the excuse. Sure. Up, but, with a hero, maybe a little bit of a difference, but, but I mean, like the, uh, and I get it, everybody's talking about the, uh, if you only look at the, the heat only won two quarters. It's like, well, they also won two games and they had an opportunity last night. If you win that game, 
you have now it's best two, obviously best two out of uh, best one out of two, mm-hmm. and eighty two percent of the time you got a shot, and they just laid down in the fourth quarter in a way that like, and I'm here for guys if you want to go and try to play through it, but like a Jimmy Butler, if you can't, if you're airballing that little short corner shot, mm-hmm. maybe you're not, maybe you're doing us a disservice by being out here. They were right. really bad misses. I noticed they were like uh, deflating. But, but again, it was defense played, so I don't want to get too much uh, d- down on it. But seventeen for seventy-eight, and they weren't hitting the rim. And sometimes when they were hitting the rim, it was parts of the rim that I didn't even see before. Right? Like they're hitting like weird parts of the rim. I can't, I can't explain it. But uh, Lowry, Struess, Oladipo, one for twenty-two. Sheck, I know you said twenty twenty is the asterisk year, the year the Heat made the finals, lost the Lakers. Is it this year or? Is this how we're going to see basketball? Well, we like, I I don't know. We attempted a good conversation about that on minus three. That's available now with Kevin Hench. And, you know, he loves his shooters like nobody else. He is one himself. And so he admires the, the guys who can do that best and, and, you know, who doesn't, but yeah, we're in a weird spot and I can't figure out if it's, it's two sports analogies I'll make. One is that it's optically unsatisfying or disorienting to me that you get a guy who can penetrate all the way to the rim. And then when he could finish for two, he instead kicks it out for three. It's yeah. like soccer. Like I, I watch soccer the when they get pass. close to the box and it's like, well, shoot the ball. Now then they swing it out wide. Like yeah. what the hell? It doesn't make any sense what you're doing. Right. That's one issue. Yeah. But that guy's kick is worth one. And uh, whoever he passes it to, if that guy scores, it's worth one here. It's like, oh, I'm going to pass up two to get three. So it's, I don't think that mindset is going to change. Well, and the ubi- it's the it's also, as Hench said, and I think is right. It's the ubiquity of guys who can get by doing it. Not not aces. It's not this is not Larry Bird. Steph Curry knocking them down from 35 is impressive when every guy on the team has to have that in, in his arsenal. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's the one I always go to. Now, here's a movie analogy for you. You know, in The Incredibles, when uh, who's the kid who wants to be like Mr. Incredible, but he gets kicked out and then he becomes a bad guy. He has the great line. When everyone is super, no one is. Mm-hmm. Now that it's a, a, a bare minimum requirement that whether you're 7'3 mm-hmm. or 5'11, that you have to be able to, th- to shoot that ball. It's a weird bit of strategy that then leads me to one other sports analogy, which is college football <laughs> running the spread offense. When everyone's doing it, it's an unsatisfying watch. It's, well, it's just not good. Okay, when the, when whole, the NFL, everybody was running the right. West Coast offense, like, what do we do? But we, so, so maybe do we appreciate Martin? Should we uh, maybe I think this is what I'm going to do because it, it bums me out to no end. And maybe it's just me that it bums out more. But I, I'm going to start appreciating the John Morants and the Trey Youngs more. The ones who do take it to the hoop, mm. not when they go three for 20 from three, but you know, got to, gonna, right. You have to champion the, the play at yes. the rim. Otherwise, I mean, obviously this is going to be, but, but, but Dave, I don't have five analogies for you, but the reason why this is not satisfying <laughs> is because you got to give us four. Otherwise lose the room. I got, I got maybe one at best. Two. All right. Give us one good one. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought that Incredibles one is pretty good. I use it a lot because the, it is. It was powerful. incredible. The Miracosta high school basketball oh, wow. team. Is not shooting one for twenty seven from the floor, yeah. And like the starting backcourt for them, the point guards, they're not shooting one for twenty seven from the mm. floor right now. Max Drews and Kyle Lowry, number two, they're yeah. shooting a great point average, three point six from the floor in the series, three point six percent. Yeah, that's insane. I know it's bad. 
And it shouldn't happen at home. And it probably shouldn't happen ever. It shouldn't happen it. in the NBA. I get it. I want to give the Celtics credit for playing defense, but that number is bad. But the, here's the thing. Is this just a freakish year? Or is this what we're going to see in the playoffs? Because maybe the defense has stepped up a little more and maybe there's more nerves or for whatever reason, are we going to see these terrible numbers for years to come unless they change the dimensions or it's just like, shut up, Sal. It's just just a weird year. Just deal with it. I I, I don't know. I hope this is the anomaly here. I've been betting against the Celtics all postseason. Well, that's it's been, it's been costing me money and maybe this is set with a little bit of vitriol, but they feel to me if they do end up winning the title, it feels to me like the the three years from now, I have a feeling we might be looking at it the same way that we look at the Lakers title now, where, you know, if Phoenix had, uh, you know, if Anthony Davis was healthy, they would have lost in the first round. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you know, if KD and Kyrie had got it together. Except they this lost. year, it has nothing to do with injury. It's just the year that everyone forgot how to shoot. Well, Middleton got hurt. Jimmy sure. Butler was averaging yeah, 30. Oh, he's going to be some. But yeah. he was, Jimmy Butler was averaging 30 a game in the first three games. Then he sits the second half, and now he scored, well, I think, nine. He's he aver- played 40 minutes, though, I think. But he's, played, but he's he only played. scored 27 points in the next three games. He's scoring nine points a game yeah. since I mean. he missed they that second shoot. half. Like, he's even if he's out there, he's not great. But I I can't let this get going by about this game without saying Bam Adebayo that's the other guy who's supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. You got Kyle Lowry. I get that he's you know won a championship before, but you know, but he's not gonna be a twenty point a game guy. It's not why he's there. He's there to unlock Bam, right? And you, I get the whole Max Struess here. He's undrafted and this and that. We find guys from everywhere. Well, Bam was a lottery pick, and in the last two games, it seems as if the strategy was: look, he's the only guy that can do anything about it. We're gonna shut him down. Yeah, and yeah, once they saw Butler wasn't. Wasn't making baskets. That, that's the next. Uh, that's the next target there. Yeah, I, I don't really know. Really So, yeah. but but we can make money off of this. That's the good news, right? I, we I'm, can. I'm betting the post. And, and I want to hear that. Minus nine and a half. Bet all. Bet them all. You'll get pluses all over the place. One make more thought minute. though for you, and I'm not attacking analytics. I I you know I like them. I know that people hold mm-hmm. that like it's a religion or something like that to some degree. Uh, <laughs> it, they get offended by it at least if you if you say bad about it. But I do think it's an analytics based decision by coaches and general managers, which is that the, the final score, like you say, the kick is worth and a successful three is worth one more than two. And I think the math has been worked out by smarts that if you shoot like 34% from three, Mm -hmm. then you will win more games than you lose. If you can collectively do that, the problem is, it's an unsatisfying watch. Viewing, yeah. You know, it's it's sort of like tricking the game to some degree. It's almost like but I don't know if people get close to 34. But, but, but you know what I mean? But that, I think 3%. that's 3%. At some point, you got to stop. And, and I think there's up. diminishing returns to that. Like, uh, yes. We talked about, like, we talked about, I asked uh, Mitchell Schwartz about it when he went back way back in football season about teams that don't run the ball. I think the two point, like going down into the paint, going, posting up, laying the ball up, that's essentially running the ball. In, in basketball, like everybody would love to drop back with Patrick Mahomes and throw it 15 times a game. But if you don't have a running back and an offensive line that can go get you third and four when it's when it's advantageous for you to run the ball when there's only five or six in the box or whatever, mm-hmm. then you don't have a good offense. Yeah. Well, beware, beware the Detroit three. Pistons, the bad boys. Beware the New Jersey Devils of the mid 90s, because if it succeeds, then that is the style that everybody will adopt. Yeah. And it's bad. It's a bad watch. And you can argue around it. I mean, it begat the heat. Remember, I mean, people swoon about those Knickerbockers heat 
showdowns and they were fun because they would get into fights, mm-hmm. but the quality of ball was, was lousy. Well, it's and, like pro wrestling in the, uh, 19, early 1980s. I mean, you, uh, you know, Bob Backlund have a headlock for 15 minutes. Uh, they they unnecessarily went like 45 guy. minutes, these right. matches, but it's kind of the same thing. Slower is preferable and we romanticize it and all that, but, but it's, but what you need is the point is that you need somebody to disrupt that brand of ball. Yeah. And so you need the zig against the, the zag of the league. And, like no time at Lakers. least Embiid is Embiid is has to do the bare minimum, which is step out and make a three once in a while. But at least the Sixers, in hindsight, now I miss them because at least they would pitch it down to their big man yeah. who looks like he has a limp every step that he's ever taken in his life. Well. And, and just dominating you on the low block. At least it's different than what we're looking at. Every Absolutely. team is the same, basically. All right, prop quiz. Jason Tatum, second youngest player to reach 1,500 postseason points. Who's number one? Really? Second who's number youngest? One? Yeah. Who's In terms of just youngest? straight age, not. How else would you determine? Season oh, youngest in the league. Oh, God, I got you. No, in terms of age. Moses Malone. Yeah, he was in a. It's not Moses. I'll say Kobe. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Not See, people forget about Kobe. <laughs> no, nobody forgets about Kobe. All right. But I, that's one of those. I saw the stat and I was yeah. like, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, been here a while for real. So the series, the way it stands is now, now the Celtics just need to win one out of two. Uh, game six is tomorrow. Celtics nine point favorite, Martin. That's the biggest we've seen in a couple of weeks now. Certainly for this round for, for either East uh, Western Conference. Celtics minus 1250 to finish off the heat. The heat plus 750. Are you biting? Is I, I don't know what would have to happen. I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Heat went in and won by twenty against the Celtics. Would anyone be shocked at any result at this point? I mean, I guess I'm asking a few questions there. That is, the series is over. <laughs> yeah, the series is over. Would it would it would just be like go figure, right? Because I mean, I, how one for twenty seven from the floor? That number has to add up. Like they were just talking about, you want to shoot 34 percent? Uh, yeah, it has to eventually run back. These guys are professional athletes, right? I agree. Uh, I'm saying it's over, Shaq. You're saying it's over. Is it over tomorrow? Well, I mean, it's the same as looking at the Dub series too, and you're like seven seems heavy for a team that just more or less got blown out the final score, notwithstanding, um, in Dallas. And the same thing with the like eight and a half is what I'm seeing it at right now. They're going um, down a little bit for yeah. the Celts at home, and you think, boy, oh boy, that's that's a lot of, of points. And then you and then you look and say, well, if you think that one team's going to win, then obviously the number should be no concern to yours because no game is a single digit game. If right. you think the Celts are going to win, it. then of course lay the eight and a half. Or it nine. is surprising though with the results that we've seen to see. I mean, we'll get Dallas is five and a half. What? I mean, so uh, we could get to that. Yeah, let, let's. Uh, so now this is. Um, I'll take well, the Celts based on the injuries. I mean, that, that just seems like yeah. that's it for the, for. The only interesting thing at this point, Tatum minus one fifty for MVP of the series. Jalen Brown plus one fifty five. I think Jalen Brown's been the force. This guy, I mean, he's had, we had one bad game. Game four was not great for him. Uh, Tatum's had two bad games, uh, games three and five, not MVP. Like I, I'll probably give it to Tatum, but Dude, you can get whoever plus plays the best Jaylen in the closeout. Is game. it the one more? All right. So that's it. So I might rather have the plus at that point, but let's preview. As you said tonight, check golden state warriors minus seven home two fifteen and a half and a half against Dallas. That was from an hour ago. I imagine it's the same line. Let's check on uh Fendable I see it right at now. seven, seven, right. seven and two fifteen and a half. Like I said, uh, Dallas won big. Actually, they only ended up winning by 10. So if you did the minus nine and a half, you're a winner. 
I'm taking Dallas here. Mm. And I know I'm going against the grain because the Warriors are seven and zero in playoffs at home. And a lot of those are blowouts. Uh, the, the Nuggets played in tough at home, I think, right? They lost by four. The Grizz lost by a few. Uh, but for the most part, the, 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 uh, Dallas has been destroyed by Golden State uh, when Dallas is on the road. But let's read this for a second. Luca, when facing elimination, I think this is from Nick Wright, at age 21, 38, 9, and 9 versus Kawhi and PG 13. At age 22, 46, 7, and 14 versus Kawhi and PG 13. At age 23, this is this year, 33, 11, and 8 versus number one seed Suns. 35, 10, and 4 versus number one seed Suns. And 30, 14, and 9, that was the other day against the number one defense, Golden State. Uh, I know he could have a good game and still lose. He scored 40 in a losing effort the other day, but I think they get up on the dubs and, and nothing's ever close in today's NBA. So Martin, I am taking Dallas adjusted minus five and a half at plus four thirty. So How about that? You and your adjusted lines and, and, and don't get and in my way maneuvering. Don't do it. I'm not, I'm telling you, they've inspired me. Really? They've inspired. You're going the other way. You're I'm going not going the Warriors other way. minus 27. <laughs> now, this is what I'm going to do. I thought about it last night, and it should have worked. Because first, I want to ask you guys a question before I get into all of this. Would you have left the bench in as they're whittling down the 30-point lead that the starters had given up? The other day, Dallas. The Dallas Golden State with the Moses Moody's of the world, just Jordan Poole, and essentially, and, and, the, and the Golden State Four. I don't know anymore. I don't know. I haven't seen a big comeback in a while. So m- maybe that is the case. Like, was I, I'm trying to figure if I was just so desperate for <laughs> a, a competitive fourth quarter yeah, yeah, yeah. that I started to sit up on the edge of my seat and said, right. wait, are these guys really got to close this game out with the bench? Yeah. Or if it was just, you know, I don't know. I, See, I FanDuel like I has first quarter totals for like, I think you could have bet um, for players. They had a, uh, Luca was 10 and a half and Tatum was 10 and a half. Not obviously not the same game in the first quarter. I love to bet these guys fourth quarter. Give me under four and a half points for Luca in the fourth. Give me under all these guys. So don't <laughs> even play the fourth quarter. So I like, I like where your head's at here. Uh, yeah. Sal. I think the betting the first quarter golden state in the first quarter. What's That's the what you like on that. I like that a wow. lot because you That's see my, these teams in closeout my games. Play of the day. That's that, it? First quarter? I, I oh, that's your bet. Oh, my God. This I like that bad. quite this a bit. This is embarrassing now. This is embarrassing. Well, that's a good one because, <laughs> as you see, it it pretty much happens and it transcends just the NBA. It's also true in the NHL. These teams at home mm-hmm. in a closeout game come out understanding the moment. Now, it gets away from them as the game I goes along. I just read you Luca's numbers in a closeout game. I heard but you, I but that's the first quarter, I, I, I bet you Golden State gets up right. pretty good in the first quarter because they understand you know, by the way, as a side note, we should celebrate, guys. And I celebrate Luca, this shit-talking, smiling guy on the floor who gets under the skin of everybody who he's playing against, and he backs it up by by sure. you know by matching shots, if not uh, outdoing his foes across from him. I love that, um, and I hope that because he, you know. They're getting closer and closer. I think circle these Mavs. Let's watch their offseason to see if they are the favorite out of the West a year from well, now. Meantime, I'm not counting them out yet, but you say Warriors minus two. I'm you gonna, and Martin are both saying minus two and a half, Martin, or you're taking so, minus yes, one. I like that. I, I'm taking the Warriors in the first quarter for my play of the day. You know, I, I take the play of the day seriously. Right. I'll try to give out a winner to the listeners of this Extra Points Network. But for fun. Yeah, what I did last. I did. uh, I told Mark I was going to do this on lemon pepper. Yeah, I took I took two units, 
split them all on the unders for all five starters. So then right. Steve Kerr, of course, puts mm. Steph and Clay. I'm like, what are you doing? Different way to get to the other. Leave them, yes. right? So what I'm going to do here, take the two units again, and I'm splitting one on the four Mavs starters. That's not Luka to go under their point rebounds and assists. Brunson under, oh, points, rebounds, assists. So combo. all of them. So all of them. So Brunson, gotcha. Finney Smith, Powell, all, everybody to go under except for Luka. Bullock. Yeah. Bullock. All right. I, uh, I'm also going to take I'm another unit. And I'll I don't see, Powell, I don't see Powell right now, but you got Brunson 22 and a half, Finney Smith 13 and a half, Bullock 12 and a half. And you say not Luca. Yeah. Everybody but Luca. Right. I'm betting the under. Okay. And I'm taking another unit. Dinwiddie's 15 and, and I'm yeah. putting it on. There you go. Maybe Dinwiddie would be the. Yeah, play. I think I'm, that's I'm the taking one. five players and I'm four players. I'm putting under on the All Mavericks. Right. And I'm taking the Mavericks on the money line. All right. Because either one or two things are going to happen. The Mavs will win. And the Warriors all, will win. <laughs> Wait, no, don't spoil no. it, Shaq. Jeez. I'm sorry. Either the Mavs will win and yeah. all of those totals will go over. Right. Or they'll lose and get completely blown out. And all those guys will be on the bench in the fourth quarter. All right. All right. So that's that game. I just fun. am surprised on a human level. And I admire the Mavs. It's something I don't have, which is the the gumption to say, like, yeah, let's win this game. We could we, we'll we'll go up to, to San Francisco, like Man, your season's over. Just accept, Just what do you want to take an extra flight for? I think Golden State isn't the same. I think they're going to be like, oh, well, we got to go back to Dallas. They're going to be like, nah, I want to rest. Let's win tonight sure. and be done with this. And and so we're nice and fresh for the final. Seven or no. Uh, all NBA teams were announced. Giannis, Booker, Luka, Jokic, Tatum. The big snub, at least the one everyone's talking about. I know, Martin, you're going to have a problem with this. And it does. Yeah, it makes sense. It, it makes sense that it's a snub that's being labeled snub. Embiid, not on the first team because it's a, it's not positionless, right? So you have to pick either Jokic or Embiid. And people argue back and forth with that. I think if positions don't matter, Booker's out and Embiid's in, right? Yeah. Am I right? If that's how you do the top five without positions? I agree. I, I just I would I would have had Embiid on the first team and Jokic second team, but that's because I would I thought Embiid had a better, yeah. But but I I really don't have a big issue with the idea that it's not not positionless. Like mm-hmm. I would have been fine. Like I I don't have if you really thought that they don't play different positions. Like they play smack the same position. Like it's not like one of these guys yeah. is moonlighting at the four or one of these guys. No, they both are are big centers. And yeah, Jokic will uh, flow to the three point line a little bit more by design. And then B kind of does it because he wants to, but still, I mean, but the, my issues with the MVP, not necessarily this. Well, do these guys, first of all, do they get paid extra for that? I don't even, I'm not, I don't know the answer for this. Is this if something you, where you, you do, if you get the first, First team? Is it a contractual thing? I'm trying to remember. They probably get paid out on that. But for somebody who loves the history of sport like I do and, yeah. you know, creating the hierarchy of who ranks where and ahead of whom, it does kind of matter as you look back, you know, especially with guys who maybe you didn't see play or you vaguely recall playing. You do kind of lean on those numbers. You look, you go to basketball reference and see like, Oh, he was a four-time yeah, All-NBA sure. guy? Like, it does kind of matter. And I guess I could be raw if I were Embiid because while people maybe overstate, everybody is positionless. It is pretty fluid one through three, at least, mm-hmm. what position you're actually playing, what you're defined as on basketballreference.com as an SG versus, a you know, an SF. is like, like 
Is anybody really applying that? Only it only really dings the guys. Well, here's where five. Here's where Sheck. I think it applies for us idiots like us. We could because there's positions assigned. We could go back in the time machine and say, all right, would the 2022 first team beat the 1994? These are my favorite conversations. That's it, right? If you don't do it, if you just do top five, it gets a little muddy. Now you're just paying. All right, would this all-star team beat this all-star team? So uh, even though basketball is positionless, like they say, it's not like we're talking about Kevin Durant versus Nikola Jokic. Like, yeah. Embiid and Jokic play the same position right. in positionless well, basketball. That's why you have to pick one. No, but I get it. Yeah. The bigger problem that I have, somebody voted for Kyrie Irving to make the NBA third team. And I just want to know, in, in this wow, country that, right. you know, we should probably, disenfranchisement is probably the wrong way to go, you know, with the state of the country as current stands. But is it possible to get it so wrong that you should have your vote stripped? Because how could Kyrie Irving qualify for any? Well, I don't games? think it is. I mean, uh, what was the football one that just uh, was crazy? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, who, who voted? Oh, the Chicago sports writer. What did he? What did he do? He said he's not voting Aaron Rodgers. What yeah, the he hell didn't, was he it? Didn't oh, vote he Aaron said, Rodgers. yeah, he didn't like him because he let his. I mean, his argument was, uh, yeah, he put it out there that Rodgers lost. That, who it was? that was it. Put it out there that he didn't have his vote because but, of. Uh, because uh, of the vaccine. But I'm pretty sure, didn't the guy vote for Brady, though? Like, a vote for Brady yeah. in the MVP conversation is not egregious. Right, yeah. A vote for Kyrie Irving to the All-NBA team. Yeah. It, like, what are we talking about? You're, you're not, you're either not watching the games, of which he didn't play, or you're making a statement, and either way, it's it's shit, the, what, you, what you're doing. I just, you know, it was, just, it was you're a right. sports guy's buddy. He came clean on ESPN's halftime. Jalen Rose. He did. Yeah, Stephen A. was about to throw him off of the set. You would have thought he'd throw him in on Biscayne. That was Bay. it? Yeah. Curry, DeRozan, Durant, as you said, Embiid, and John Morant for second team. LeBron, third team with Chris Paul, uh, Siakam, Carl Anthony Towns and Trey Young. Second time LeBron gets third team in what, 18 years? He only played 56 games. So what are you going to do? I don't know. It, it's stuff that uh, probably shouldn't matter, but we love it. We really love it. We love FanDuel, the 2022 NBA playoffs. Do the same game parlay. Playoffs are heating up, and you can make every game feel like game seven on FanDuel Sportsbook throughout the playoffs. All customers place a no sweat, same game parlay. Each week, you'll get up to $20 in free bets if you don't win. FanDuel has so many ways to play. Best of all, when you do win, you get paid faster than a fast break. See what I said there, guys? If you're new to FanDuel, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code extra points. Once again, that's promo code extra points. And if you already have an account, you're all set to bet. No sweat. Either way, $20 free bets if your same game parlay during the playoffs doesn't win. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. Hey, I did this the other day and it hit. So you could bet like Luca triple double or Luca double double. And it kind of sucks because you'll come one short or something, but you could adjust, you could adjust their play at their rebounds. You could adjust their assists. You can adjust their points. So if you get Luca, I'll adjust like 28 and a half points, uh, six and a half rebounds, six and a half assists, not quite a triple double. You're not getting triple double payout, but those are right around his average and it's like minus 140. So that's an example of a same game. Parlay. It's like uh, you, you can have it your way. You really do. You, you say exactly how many and the assist is the problem. No, I don't want to say the problem, but uh, that's what he's going to average the fewest over there. Meanwhile, it was the points that was trouble getting over uh, last game. But anyway, that was a winner. Uh, lots of winning, lots of winners. Anyone's watching these NHL, NHL playoffs is a winner, Shaq. So true. Lots of fun. And, and the trend that I will repeat um, that 
has caught my eye and has paid out pretty well is the game totals, the goal total yeah. between the teams. If you see these two teams in a series um, and they consistently are going under, continue to ride that and or the over with these teams. So, well, the first period under more to be more specific is hit. What was it? Mike meatballs like 18 out of 22 or something after going like over the first seven. Like, so yeah, de- definitely ride and take, take advantage of the trend. So you watch Colorado, St. Louis, uh, a gem and prescient, uh, cool. John Ham joined us, not yeah. just handsome, but, uh, insightful talking about his blues and that they're not going to go out quietly. It's and true. that rally, I was down uh, three, nothing. Yeah, me and uh, Jean Claude Van Damashek and uh, and Hoover Damashek were out for a Bros night. You see, uh, mm. at the batting cages, and then uh, a burger. And when we got up to leave, it was oh, it was three nothing. It was I was like, well, all right, I'm yeah. to see the end of this game. And then I get home to see the Blues tie it with a minute left in the game, and then win it in OT. I can't but believe. But then McKinnon it. gets the goal, the hat trick to uh, go I ahead. Mean, like, you're like, it's over now. It's beauty, gotta be right? over. And I they, saw that clip on Twitter, and I tweeted. This is going to make me switch as the Celtics were. Oh, yeah. You know, as the Heat were just on a yeah, what, what, two to 24 run. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. what a goal by Nathan that was McKinnon in, in the big spot. Everybody's looking at him. Save us, Nathan. Save us. And he does. Or he at least it. you thought he had. Yeah. And St. Louis wins 5-4 in overtime. So now game six is tomorrow. Uh, Avs minus 900 to win the series. Plus five ninety for St. Louis. Would you take say? Would you take John Ham's? I mean, could all good things happen to John Ham this weekend? My God, Top Gun Maverick premieres and six to one odds for St. Louis to win the series, or is it over? I mean, Abs. I don't know if they lost. Have they lost on the road, Michael? In the playoffs? I thought they had that going. I think they might maybe were undefeated on the road. They did win both of the games in St. Lou. Yeah. Um. I'll look it up, but what do you think about the uh, abs chances? I, I mean, listen, I talk about the curse of Sposta, and boy, is that Colorado team saddled with that extra baggage right now. They mortgaged the future for right now. Right. And this series was over. Mm-hmm. You're up three, nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be done. Rest up, get right, move on, get ready for whatever team survives the battle of Alberta. And let's say enjoy a gem. Now, now they got to go to St. Louis. Now it's scary. Yeah. All that said, the Avs are so good. They should have enough skill and, and put at least one more goal behind St. Lou to survive. But man, they are going to be feeling tight. I mean, they're, until that puck drops again, man, they got to be sick in their balls that they blew that game. Well, yeah, it was I, over there. They are four and on the road. And not only that, in the playoffs, not one goal games either, right? Seven, three against the Preds, five, three against the Preds, a five, two against the blues, six, three against the blues. So, um, and a soft goal, right? Mikey meatballs, nothing worse. We talk about it. The gut punch of, of soft goals really hurts the whole team. Now they have no confidence back uh, on the back. Well, but end. I mean, you would have thought with Mike Smith gave up the softest goal in a decade. True. But, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a, a ever so slightly undermining the battle yeah. of Alberta trading soft goals at the start and end of, uh, of games. So uh, I guess we want to talk Jacob true, but it's not fun without Eddie here. Um, his latest, well, it's not a dirty hit. hit. He just hit him. His, his elbow was in. <laughs> well, Martin jump in here as someone who doesn't is really like uh, not watching every single play, but as a maybe non hockey fan or a, uh, a new hockey fan, what did you think when, when you saw that on 
Dummy. So I thought that this, I I didn't think so. I, my my comparison is is from Marty McSorley to now Jacob Trouba twice. So this, we, I don't have very much of a range. But I thought the first one against the Penguins, I didn't see that one being very dirty. This one felt not very uh, dirty. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to go ahead, I see his arm was up, but it didn't seem like to me a dirty play has to have like a level of intent and so on. Yeah. This wouldn't look like he was hunting for my man's head. Like he like he looked like he really like it looked like if he was a linebacker, he needed to kind of like try to pull up or put mm-hmm. his hands up or something like that. And that was it was nobody it was no part of that. So there's one angle that looks a lot worse than than the other angle. And he does leave his skates and uh or leaves the eyes it, it's um and, and he's using his elbow, but he is falling, right? Tell I me mean, he is falling. But the freaking the fact that it's an elbow every time, like which is the most devastating elbow in sports, Jack? Is it is it Truba? Is it Carl Malone's? Is it uh, like Macho Man? Is it uh, Dusty Rhodes? Like wh- who's who's I got the elbow? I think you bring up an interesting. Bionic, I think you bring up an. I listen. I don't want to indulge conspiracy theories, but they are all the rage this millennium. So so why should I be any different? I don't think this is about Jacob Truba. Mm-hmm. Did you see, have you seen those Venom movies? Are you aware of symbiotes? Like your, no. your, your boys aren't into the Spider-Man lore and everything. There's a symbiote that has come from outer space mm-hmm. and it envelops a person and it takes over his body. It's like a parasite, but it tells you what to do. I think maybe the Venom symbiote is on Jacob Truba's it, elbow. Really? I don't, not the whole body. Like poor Jacob Truba. He's an innocent bystander. He's just trying to play hockey. Yeah. He just wants to, you know. I think you're trying to be funny. He you wants to contribute to his team, but that dang elbow <laughs> keeps betraying him, keeps attacking people. Meatballs, I don't know do what goes on. I feel about. bad for Truba because his name is being dragged through the mud over and over and over and over again because that elbow keeps hitting players who are better skilled well, why than can't he, he bring over this over and over and over and over you again. Bring and this, this poor guy, yeah. this poor guy has to suffer all the slings and arrows yeah. because this nasty elbow keeps hitting people in the head. Meatballs. You didn't even think it was a dirty hit. I didn't think it was too dirty. Um, <laughs> Very dirty. So. Too dirty. Dude, there, I don't yeah, right. qualify. Which one was more dirty? <laughs> well, the Farley kid said, it's like, hey, he's a dirty player. What are you going to do? But he's on your team, right? So the, you're, right. you're going to embrace it a little more. And as you pointed out, Checkford says something emotionally, something emotionally based about hockey, which makes it like you absolutely have the blinders on in terms of what I always try to go with. to the third party. Like yeah, but the even third, third parties part. are split on this one. I, really, it's it, it is true. Yeah. Meatballs, yeah. your opinion on the uh, Venom symbiote theory? Oh, yeah. That's, that's a... Uh, conversation for Eddie. He's a Marvel guy. <laughs> I mean, it keep, but am I right though? That elbow keeps hitting people. It's but not why we're would, like we're making it about the guy. It's just one little part what, of his body. Do you think he's aware of this? Why wouldn't he bring it up in the press conference? They're like the subsequent press conferences. Like, Hey, it isn't me. Or do you think it's just completely you don't know much about Venom. Something. Venom yeah. controls your mind. Too, I, I, so I maybe it like controls what his words are I after see. the game. Okay. But they are, uh, they're going to play nonetheless game five, Martin hurricanes, <laughs> minus one fifty six, Rangers plus one thirty. check. You said, Go with the go with the flow with these uh, totals. I'm going under five and a half. Fourteen goals in the last four games in the four game series. I think three were empty netters. Uh, Igor Shersterskin, he's been excellent. He stopped 93 out of his last 96, and some good ones too. Not not lame 96 shots. I kind of like Carolina here, but um, and you know what? There's a saves prop on Fanduel, but uh, it's not right up. They usually put it up a couple hours before. I would go Igor over saves. If they have it, 
Because I think they're going to come at him. It's a good idea. Oh, actually, they do have it here. What do you think? What do you think his over under saves us? Uh, I'll go twenty seven and a half. It's thirty. Yeah. It's thirty and a half. They yeah. they juice it up because he's like, like I said, stopped ninety six in the last three games. So uh, I would go over there. Um, it's just easier to take the under. I like Carolina, but I'm just going to take the under here. Minus one forty four. Sebastian Ajo has been stifled. Three one final. You know, I mean got to point out that the Canes win every game at home and they lose every game on the road. Also, I mean, so, so I guess you should be inclined if you want to ride the wave, go with the Canes playing on home ice. The thing that's weird though, I'll go against that and say this, the Rangers at plus four seventy to get to the finals. They're six wins away. The lightning are four wins away. Yeah. The Canes are six wins away. And the and the Rangers are for some reason plus four seventy. I guess FanDuel is looking at the fact that the Canes don't lose at home and they have two more home games. Ergo, they should survive, but it still is a weird number. And if I were a blue shirts person looking to make a little bank, you should definitely put something on mm. that. Plus four seventy to get to the final, right? To get to the finals. Yeah. So they're twelve to one to win it. Uh to get to the finals. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's an odd yeah, number yeah, yeah, to yeah. me. I got a conference winner. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm on the wrong freaking page here. But you know what? Yeah. I mean, 470. Right? Dave, yeah. If you like a lot of times they're late futures for different reasons. And a lot of times just because a lot of people are betting mad on the other team, right? Or other different teams like the Brooklyn Nets were the uh, top three favorite to win the East. Right. And up until they, up until they weren't right up until game two of the first round of the Eastern conference playoffs. Yeah. So like, if That's you, true. If you see value there, like you could have got Boston six to one to win the Eastern Conference, and now they're one game away. Check. Do uh, even better. Pick a Western winner. Pair them with the Rangers. You got a dance partner there. You got Rangers. Avs is plus eight fifteen. Well, unlike the NBA, the yeah. unpredictability of the Campbell Conference and a the Western Conference. Well, then take Rangers but, Edmonton plus eighteen hundred. I don't know how to take, feel. Take, I can't, take I can't, both of them. I, Who cares? The Just Oilers the feel like, well, that series is over. Then Hench gets in my head and he's like, wait, wait, where are you on your flames? You've been with them all year. And I yeah. said, you're right. I can't betray them now. I have to take the flames at least tonight Ooh. on the money line, but that's not juicy enough for Dave. So I think I have to turn back to the totals here and say flames on the money line over six and a half. That's, uh, that's my not, They don't move this number. They don't move this number. It's weird. All the player props are going over. Dry sidles over. McDavid's over every single game. And they don't, and the, and the goal total stays at six and a Kane's half. Rangers. They've, they modify. It's now down to four, five and a half. And right. as you said, it did hit last week. Yeah. I, I said that two game, um, total parlay on Monday. And that one hit. So I should run that one back. I don't know. Something's got to get these. So the this is your can't play just of, win every game at home and never win on the road. And, but I don't know. So your maybe play of the day it. is the flames and the over. Is that what I'm hearing? I'm saying flames. Yes. Yeah. And the over and Parlay. the over and because you know why? Because it's what I want. I want that series to go on. We need another <laughs> one. The games have been the minus one wasn't so great, but all right. But Connor McDavid, the best player in the world, playing like the best player in the world is a lot of fun. And you should check it is the good. series out. And I hope it gets to Edmonton, uh, Colorado, because that'll be a that'll be a barn burn. All right. So Martin, what's your play today? I'm taking the Warriors minus two in the first quarter because I think they'll jump out. Did it go to two? I saw two and a half. Don't try to cheat us here. 
It was two when I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> this you can write down anything, really. Uh, all right. We'll is figure it two it and a half? Well, I don't know. Whatever I, it is, I'll take in the Warriors to win the first quarter by their spread because, I mean, I don't know. I don't really feel like you have to really explain why you should take any team to win the first quarter yeah. by five, uh, by, by, more, by more than five points. Right. Uh, if you've watched any of these games. Yes. So I'll leave it there. Uh, Warriors minus two and a half, minus 108. All right, I'll go baseball. Uh, Trevor Story to score a run. They lost. Uh, the Red Sox. I do think they pick it up a little bit here. They lost to the White Sox. Nothing yesterday. He took the collar 0 for 4, but before last night's game, he scored a run in seven of his last eight games. He was named the player of the week on Monday, raised his average from 190 to about 230. Maybe he's down to 226 now. Trevor Story. Uh, we're going to see some Trevor Story type games coming up. Red Sox salvage this series, probably, but I like Story uh, right there, even. Minus 110. Let's take a break, and then we're going to get into some good ideas about the NFL uh, as Pro Bowl. All right, we're going to talk NFL here. Um, there was a story that the Pro Bowl could be eliminated. Is this right, Babyface? The NFL is considering other options, and I don't think anyone would have a problem with this. Um, the players get a free trip to Hawaii. Not anymore. It's not even Hawaii anymore. No, they I can't it around. Right, that's right. All right, so it's a it's it's at a um, desirable destination, nonetheless. Orlando. Right? It isn't. Was it Orlando last year? No, that was, Vegas. No, it was for it was sure Orlando. Orlando. And All right, it was Vegas last year. Number one, move the shit back to Hawaii. Okay, that's good. Um, but yeah, there's you know, and Funhouse is good. He'll show like what we're gonna miss this, and they'll they'll have a clip of Levy and Bell in 2016 with a three yard run and getting hugged in the hole, mm-hmm. and the whistles blow. So that's not it. So you can't have tackle football and not have tackle football. Do we agree on that? More, yeah. I mean, everybody has been on board with that. Raj is the one who has stood in the way of that for too long. Raj from What's Happening? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. What the um, hell? Yeah. Well, do you, do you want me to do the rerun dance? I can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was a Dwayne guy, but good. Where you? I, oh, yeah, I, well, like I know. Well, well I, D was the D best, is, of yes. course. I think if, if you watched fellas. it all, I think you know. Martin, that. you missed out on that, I think. You don't know what we're talking about. Great. Well, D no. is a top five funny supporting cast member really? in the history of Sorry, Sorry, this is Old Man and Cast, but we're about to He's jump into Old Man and Cast even. Even more on my my uh, take on what we should do, but go ahead. What should we do? What, I mean, because nobody wants to watch anybody tear their ACL playing no, non tackle football. Right? Contact sports do not need all star games, and mm-hmm. hockey has kind of gone that way too. They don't touch each other in hockey right. um, games anyway. But football is the is uh, what we're talking. Yep. Um, it's what I've said now. You heard me say this for twenty years now. The answer is so obvious. Do away with this bum game mm-hmm. and instead play two bu- the two bummest teams in the league. <laughs> One and two, worst records, play each other. Hmm. The winner gets the first overall pick in the draft. Now we're talking. Now, here's what cynics say. Peter King once said this when I brought this up to him. Name drop about 15, 20 years ago. I floated this idea to him. He said, but what incentive does the incumbent quarterback, the quarterback? have? Yes. Right. Why would he win the game if presumably in the QB league you're yeah. going to draft his replacement? Yeah. I don't know. Same 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 <laughs> thing as like, well, we're a run-based team and we're playing in the playoffs the best run I defense think... in the league. Hey coach, figure it out. That's not my job to to tell you what your strategy should be, but uh I think you need to address that. I think that's a legitimate point. I don't think it's they, I don't know. They can... you, go ahead and take but you know why? Because if you ask <laughs> pro football players, how do you get up for a game when 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 your team is 
one in 11. Like what, what, what incentive do you have? They said, cause I'm putting it on tape and I want to play after this year. All right. And if I tank the game, then no one's ever going to so sign what would me. That look that's like? the answer. It would be, it would be Jared Goff again. Who would it have been? This it year? would have been, uh, Jags and Jag- Lions. Been. Right. Okay. And people say, who would care about that game? Answer. Every single person who likes watching football as though people right. wouldn't tune in to see who gets the first sure. overall pick. Yeah. And the other thing is I've talked to guys like Sean O'Hara about this, the former giant, and he balks because you would never get the NFL PA to sign off on that. What incentive do you have for playing? Same thing as the pro bowl or playoff games. You get paid to play in it. That's what your incentive is. We're going to give you an extra 40 K for playing in this game. I don't think you'll get much uh, resistance. Once you do that, this is a banner idea playing on a burnt out <laughs> JV field where they deserve to be because mm. they're bum teams and, okay. and, and that's it. And right, I lo- I'd love to hear. I think there's any- a lot of that. Well, there's holes to get there, but I agree. There's going to be an, a lot of these uh, ideas. What's your idea? I, uh, speaking of name drops, I didn't know this existed until Chris Carter showed me this on his phone, but I want to bring back athletes playing other sports. The 92 foot locker dunk contest. Had Michael Irvin, Barry Bonds, Ken Griffey Jr., and Chris Carter. While we'll continue this episode of the Old Bandy Cast with a special, uh, you know, appearance from me. But watching, yeah, I'm going to go even further back. Well, I I was three. I was three years old when this happened. That's your problem. I didn't. Well, I just don't. I don't have the memory or the institutional knowledge behind it. But I think it would be cool to see like offensive and defensive linemen doing a a dunk contest. Mm -hmm. I think that we would be surprised to see. I think the average person will be surprised to see <laughs> the athleticism that some of these guys. I guess, but dunk contests suck because of the, <laughs> the scoring. It's well, just, that's, that's uh, well, with the best players. Dunk contests suck because we're expecting people who are like, because yeah, we expect okay. the Donovan Mitchells of the world to be able to nail it from the free throw line. All right. Like if, if, uh, if Aaron Donald came through and did a 360 dunk, I feel like everybody would be like, yo, what the, how did he just do that? He's Aaron Donald. Marty. Little advice: Go on YouTube, see if you can find ABC Super. Hold on, this We've, is my I, thing. Oh, okay. This I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry. I'm ju- I just want to expand on it because I think that could be one event: ABC Superstars and Battle of the Network Stars. Both ABC, right? right? Which I think the Pro Bowl. I wasn't even sure where the Pro Bowl was, but I think it's still ABC, ESPN, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just make that nice little pivot. Shaq, it was some of the greatest moments of our childhood. It is weird that some of the great sports, most memorable sports moments of our childhood were from these two shows. Robert Conrad, right? Gabe Kaplan running that the, the relay race. That was a big thing. how we met Tom Selleck, really, before yeah. Magnum P.I. Um, actually right. premiered. That was on. It was like, who is this? Always oh, going to be the star of the big new show on CBS. Yeah. Magnum PI. That right. was those were the network stars pitted against each other. The superstars were stars in uh, various sports competing against each other. Ronaldo, but, the best, but not not like guy. Oh, he's in the NFL. No, no. It was Tony Dorsett. It was Lynn Swan. It was the best athletes in the best sports. Yeah. Ronaldo like, Nehemiah scaling the wall without using the rope was a a state a, a big 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 moment benchmark moment. That was big. The Conrad race, the it throw some evil Knievel stunts in there. I know it's not what we're talking about. Those were as big as any actual sporting event that we've uh, we could remember in the early eighties. Yeah, Bring Heather Locklear in the back. dunk tank and all that cute stuff with Howard Cosell calling the action. Let's bring not it back. That linchpin. Howard Cosell. But do, do the party and otherwise. Look this up on yeah. YouTube. It was and and like Sal saying, it was all it was all sports. It wasn't a dunk contest. It was like. 
closest to the pin. They bowled. Well, I'll they tell you what it is. Bicycles. I have it right here. This is superstars. Hundred yard dash, eight hundred meter run, obstacle course, weightlifting, bowling, rowing, tennis, basketball, bicycle racing, and swimming. Martin, throw your idea in there for the dunk contest. Maybe take a few of these out. Maybe add some. And you got yourself a great competition. You got yourself a great weekend. That, and then do a foolish one too, like uh, chicken wing eating. That's part of the uh, the obstacle course. Whoever can eat 10 first and then hop a wall and then bottle flipping and fidget spinning. I, I don't know, but 2022 it up if you have to. Do it drunk, right? Yeah, whatever. Do it up. But there's one serious sports competition, then there's one silly one. That's a great weekend. That's in place of the Pro Bowl. That's what I'm And of course, as you mentioned, the yeah. signature event was not the existing sports. Rather, it, oh, you know what they would uh, was was the uh, obstacle course where they would jump a wall, yeah. swing on a rope across right. water, That's and all what that. I'm saying, but, they, but do you remember they would also do team competitions? They would do the Yankees mm-hmm. against the Steelers and the Steelers against the Cowboys, right. and they would do a tug of war. The right. whole team would do a tug of war against each other. Oh, it was positively captivating. Martin's falling asleep. All right. And they would do the rowing. They would go out in the sea and they'd row with boats against each other. Honestly, I'm not, I wasn't falling asleep. I was just thinking that. Napping. Well, I'll say full, not like a full sleep. I think you could have woken yourself up. I think that uh, you guys will probably agree with this take, but I think that sports were better in like before, like I don't have a date. I'll I'll find a date. 1954. No, but like, <laughs> no, I, like better, like before like 1997 or eight or something like that, where like the idea, like, like there's no, there's no like icky shuffle now. There's no, uh, it was fun. There's was no, fun. uh, 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 bad, the, the, the song that the bears had, I can't remember the 85 bears, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, shuffle. Super Bowl shuffle. There's no, there's none of that. Everything shuffle. Yeah. Well, there's no, there's no. There, there's no battle well, of the, the TV stars. The, like, could the, you imagine the 2022 this? version of this is watching Tom Brady golf, which I can give a shit about. Like, yeah, really? like they, like, they don't have any, and it's presented yeah. by a Capital One. Let's yeah. go! Right. Like, I, I I, like it's, uh, sports used to be a lot more fun. It's because of well, it's a, a point I've been revisiting quite a bit the last few weeks. It's provincial pride. It's it, it, because the rosters are so fluid now because of free agency, which of course you support if you're a human mm-hmm. being that people should have the freedom to go where they want to go and play. But as a fan, yeah, it I diminishes think we could find enough fun guys to do this, right? Tyreek Hills always want, wants Why to run against a, like an animal. Like I, you know, I, I think it's fine. All right. Let me ask you this though. Uh, I'm going to read you five names. One of these guys didn't win the superstars competition. All right. Okay. Martin, you could guess, but it would be a complete guess. Uh, Sheck might have a little knowledge here because he was alive during it. Willie Galt, Ronaldo Nehemiah, Mark Gastineau, Art Monk, Herschel Walker. Who did not win? Well, that's interesting. Art Monk makes no sense to be on that list, so he had to have won it. Mark Gastineau being on that list makes no sense, so he had to have won. You named the two Olympic athletes turned pro football players at the top. Makes sense it could be one or the other there, but I'm going to go with uh, with the uh, big new senatorial candidate there, Herschel Walker. I was about to say that was going to be my guess because as 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 many reasons as Dave just made, mm-hmm. Herschel Walker's in the news today. Herschel Walker won in 1987 and 1988. Hmm. Willie Galt won in 1989 and 1990. Ronaldo Nehemiah, this is something, won in 81 82, What the hell made you invoke Art Monk? 86. Art Monk is the answer. <laughs> yeah, well, Gastineau, too. I thought that would throw Gastineau, uh, 85. 
So there you go. Mark so Gaston now. I Mark guess he Gaston did well in the weightlifting. 85. Uh, Must have been dynamite at the tennis. It's crazy that Nehemiah won three years in a row, then took a couple years off, and then won in 86. You're not going know. far enough it. back I when our it. guys were winning. Lynn Swan and Tony Dorsey. Didn't win. What? Didn't win. OJ's up there. He won in 75. OJ Kyle. who? <laughs> McDuffie. Kyle Rowe Jr. Howard? 76 and 77. Greg Pruitt, 79. Charles White. None, none of a, uh, I know you would think some of the Son guys of a uh, bitch. Yeah. 88. And it went to 94 and then 98, 99. Yeah. They skipped some years and then it was done in uh 2003. Bring it back. Bring it back. Instead of this nonsense. There you go. Uh, Kaepernick worked out for the Raiders yesterday. What kind of odds you put on him making that team? Martin. I, I, I have since 2017, I was, I didn't think Kaepernick was going to play again in the NFL. I don't. I, well, because of politics or because of uh, because of oh, ability, because of, of politics. I know I, politics, but now at this point, ability's got to. It's not his fault that it's been many, many years removed. Yeah, I mean, the window. I, I felt like the, the the ship has sailed. I don't have any problem with him going and working out and doing. You know, if he wants to go throw at Michigan Pro Day, I don't have a problem with that or any going to work out for the Raiders. Hell, I'd go work out for the Raiders if they called me to come. All right, Babyface Joel Solomon just sent me a text. I'm going to read what's on it, and then I'm going to send a, uh, or he sent me, he gave me his phone. I'm going to read what's on it, and then I'm going to send a filthy text to his wife. But uh, on Colin Kaepernick's workout with the Raiders, sounds like it went well, and he impressed. The door is open. What's the odds? I mean, I've. Plus. Yes, plus four to one, five to one. Whoa. All right. So no minus 700. Shaq, is there a chance? I certainly I think, think there's a chance I'll say a little tighter. forgive the cynicism. I think the, you know, the Raiders could use a little would be that. PR. Right. I, th- I think it would be a good story. And there are not a ton of football markets where that would go over mm-hmm. from, from where we sit. It right. seems like, well, yeah, I, but I, but I am kind of with Marty or largely with him that what evidence is there that you can not play the game for five years and then jump back in. Yeah. And, that's and, what and it's going to be. Tough. He, he could have done, he could have been doing anything for the last five years. And I would be like, he I can work out know. all he wants. I, it doesn't yeah, but, wait. There's no evidence that that would work. Right. Conspiracy theory. Martin is interested though, because apparently this workout happened like for this work, this workout got announced and then it was like, wait, it already happened. And then all of a sudden, like mm-hmm. he was, he was impressing in it today. Right. But if you just look at the timeline of yesterday, John Gruden goes into Vegas district court yeah, and his case doesn't go to arbitration against the NFL. It goes, it's going to be eventually is going to go to discovery. Mm -hmm. Then 35 minutes later, the Raiders work out Colin Kaepernick. Why can't you just believe everything on its face? Why? why? I I just, you know, it's just, (laughs) of course, of course. I I didn't even have time to finish lunch in between, you know, the stories breaking. So I, I, the antenna went up. All right, guys, we discussed a lot. Uh, Ray Liotta died uh, 67. That sucks. That sucks. Cause now it's like, I mean, that's my favorite movie of all time. I think it's definitely the one I watched Goodfellas I'm talking about. And he was the star of it. And, uh, portraying Henry Hill, of course. And now it's like at the age where our, our favorite players from our teams growing up, actors from our movies, Gary Carter, you know, many years ago now, Gary Carter, but Ray Liotta, check, say some words, uh, both of you on Ray Liotta. Damn. Well, I mean, I think it's a, a cool thing. And I, you almost feel bad, though. You see a lot of uh, social media as we record mm-hmm. grabbing images of him from Goodfellas. And I guess that is something that any of us would love, right? That any human being, it's like, yeah, you're, are you reducing his life to one thing? Mm-hmm. Not bad to reduce it to. 
Yeah, he was the star of maybe the greatest movie of all. Yeah, I'm with right? you. But he also had, I will say, a sneaky, great run. Goodfellas is one of his first movies, and something wild. I think people who, who know it love it. It's a great one. He plays a super scary boyfriend guy. Mm. That's one of his very first, I think his second movie. And then Goodfellas and Field of Dreams and... Dang, I can't find well, the I, other one. But anyway, his f- four of his first movies the are, movie? are gems. What's that? The Muppet movie he was in, right? Well, he was in that. And then he must talk about Wild Hogs, right? Him and Travolta. I'm I'm not talking about Wild uh, about Wild Hogs. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you I'm sure? Not that one. But yes, Field of Dreams is a Copland, gem. I love forget. Muppets from Space. Um, Unlawful Entry was underrated. It's really good there. Uh, yeah, that's a weird one. That's when that that's when Madeline Stowe, Madeline was, Stowe was the go to for Foxy yeah. um leading woman. Yep. Yep. So he's Stowe. gone. You know who she's married to? Um Colin Kaepernick? No, that would be nice because that would no. make it all tie yeah. together, but it that's what not the it? answer as it happens. She's married to Brian Ben Ben from uh from uh Dream On. Oh, really? Right. Interesting. Well that, really that disappointed when I heard that like Madeline Stowe could be with any man on planet Earth, and she chose the guy from from Dream On, doing the creepy, end up with awkward Trouble. sex scenes every week in the yeah no, I, great shows. I actually just uh, just exposed uh, the, the girlfriend to Goodfellas. She had never seen it uh, like two weeks ago. Uh, Babyface you know was busy slapping himself yeah, around probably. watching Brian Ben Ben week after week. This is before DVR. Is that right? That's what he was doing. He was in his home. In the privacy of his home on Friday nights, watching Ben Ben make time with girls for 20 seconds and slapping the bejesus out of himself. I got to say, for Ray Liotta, though, (laughs) he's one guy who, uh, like, whenever I see somebody who plays, like, a a iconic role like like Henry Hill, every time I see him somewhere else, it's like, oh, there's Henry Hill Mm. in No Sudden Move with Don Cheadle. He was able to transcend his, like, like, yeah, yeah, he didn't get typecast, yeah. Yeah. You know the last role that he played in? Was, well, was it the uh, Sopranos movie? He was Uncle Sal. Mm-hmm. He was? In Newark. Oh, uh, forgot I for forgot it was Uncle Sal. That's right. That's right. He played actually two characters in that, right? He did. I, I never even saw the movie. I just Well, he played, he played uh, Moltisanti's um, father, and then they kill him out. They kill him off early, and so now he has to play the uncle in jail. I think they're like, yeah, we're paying mm. you this much money. You're gonna play two characters. We're not gonna kill you. He was good. He he was good in that uh, that picture. I don't know what the lonely lady is. That's his first movie. But then he goes something wild. Mm -hmm. Dominic and Eugene, by the way, shot in Pittsburgh, PA. A very nice uh, little movie. And then Field of Dreams. Then Goodfellas. Mm. Sweet Jesus. What what a way to come out of the gates. Nice. A lot before the Shantrix days for sure. Um, (laughs) Hey. Greatest laugh in movie history? Someone tweeted me. Does he have the greatest laugh in movie history from from Goodfellas? It's up maybe it's the up Joker. There. He and the Joker, maybe I don't know. Yeah, and <laughs> as far as actor commercials go, he would have been a good Joker. The tequila yeah. commercial was good. The which one? As far as you know, actors and commercials go. Yeah, like the tequila commercial was pretty good. It was solid. It's, it's not one that it, it didn't get on your nerves. It didn't make you think, what are we doing here? Like, I got Sterling K. Brown on my TV right now, popping in and out of in, uh, walk-in freezers. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. You know, like a big ticket hit, big parlays. I think I see Kevin Garnett all the time. Or right, like, right, right. yelling and screaming. No, Ray Liotta, he sat down with his tequila and he was cool. Genuine. And I can appreciate that. Yep. 67. Karen. I, I, yeah. I, he you needed know. that money, Karen. 
What are yeah. you doing, Karen? That's all we had. And we talked, we, about, had. we talked about it with Ham about uh, is Draper, where does Draper rank? Oh, great smokers. Smokers in movie history. Is uh, Henry Hill, is Leotis right. Henry Hill? Uh, he's got to be on that well, short list as then, well. And like I he said, he did those Shantrix uh, commercials. Yeah, Burn a sure. nail. Oh, boy. All right. Well, take me to jail. That's his line. Who had a better uh, Who had a better setup before Ray Liotta and Henry Hill ruined it than Paulie? My man only talked to two or three people on the phone and was in charge of everything. That's, that's, that's got to be the best. Oh, yeah. That's got to be the best. He almost didn't take that um, that role. He's like, I don't know if I can pull this off. I don't know if I can be serious enough. But uh, Oh, really? He did it. Yeah. His, his agent actually convinced him. Oh, I love the Goodfellas history. All right. Anyway, we did it all, Sheck. We did Net Battle Network stars. We did superstars. We fixed the Pro Bowl. We gave our play of the day. Went over the NHL, NBA, all of it. We'll be back next week. You have a minus three out right now. Uh, by the way, speaking of movies, what was your question? Oh, the saddest movie. Uh, this was the other day. Oh, yes. We can dig in on that later. I don't you know, it's a, with the yeah. events, I don't know if I'm being too precious, but I thought like with real world stuff, I don't know how much I want to talk. But All right. We'll, we'll talk about saddest, it next week. Saddest, not worst movie death. Gotcha. Saddest movie saddest, death. Right. So I do want right, to we'll hear, talk about I do uh, next hear week. your thoughts. We'll I do got, that. I got one on for TV. All right. Hold on to that one. I'll tell you one. I'll just tell you one yeah. that somebody tweeted uh, at me from Pittsburgh, PA. Wilson, the volleyball. Oh, really? Whatever the hell that thing, That's whatever excellent. kind of ball that was. That's it was excellent. pretty good. It was a pretty yeah. sad death. I'll, I will say this as a spoiler. You picked like three boxing movies, deaths in boxing movies, and you didn't even get the, you didn't even get the best one. What the hell? I'll I'll I said Creed. Yeah. No. Showed up for an exhibition. Creed. Creed not, oh, Apollo Creed. Not the movie Creed. No, Apollo Creed. Yeah, but he had it coming. He had did. it coming, nothing. He had it what coming. are you talking about? He what was, do you have coming? He, he, had, he, he, had was, a, he was arrogant about it. He was like, all right, I want to fight. Like, oh, all right. And now you know this is wrong, whatever. It's like, he did, but we, we can get into it. We'll get into it next week. Martin. Man lost his life. Lemon pepper parlay. You and Mark Gunnels in this very room screaming at each other about post-up players. Uh, it still holds. I know it was Tuesday's episode, but go it's listen. It's evergreen now. because yeah. it's, it's, it's an all-time bad take by Mark Gunnels. Oh, wow. You know what it is? Sometimes this is what happens when you watch too much debate television. Mm -hmm. You're hanging on every last word. And right. as soon as somebody says something, they're like, top 10? Huh? What? That's it. And that's really what happened. Take what? it easy. He's just a kid from Kansas. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> How the hell are we supposed to know that? All right. That's I told it. him to go back last episode. Back That was the last time we had a good NBA. Was it, he was in Kansas City. Yeah, I, I guess was, so. We were out here. I like, guess man, so. Go back. Lemon Pepper Parlay. You got Gunnels. You got uh, Martin Weiss. You got um, Minus Three with Sheck and Eddie Spaghetti, who's now in Hawaii. I don't know if we'll ever see him again. And Kevin Hench. That's out there. Against the Laws. We'll be back tomorrow to go over the weekend games. The Megans, they talk about, uh, well, they talk about penis size and quarterbacks and, mm. and stuff like that. I don't want to give it away, but go listen to that. Megan Fun of Sports. Gailey was very excited about the uh, free back. agency. Yeah, and the free agency and everything coming back to Indianapolis. Uh, reminded everyone out there, you make feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites.